0: Hello, everyone. My name is Akshata Maheshwari, and I am the growth and content lead here at Dalit. Today, I'm here with Varun Fatehpuriya, the founder of Dalit. Varun started Dalit as he saw firsthand how Indians were significantly underinvested in the capital's market, either because they did not know where to begin investing or they were investing inefficiently. Dollar aims to solve this problem by providing personalized, all in one solutions that can help investors reach their financial goals. Before Dalit, Warren spent time working with some of the biggest investment institutions like Blackstone and Bloomberg in their Hong Kong offices. Warren graduated with with distinction in finance and information systems from the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. He is also a NSIM certified investment advisor. We are glad to have you here with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Akshita. Uh, It's great to be here with you today.
0: This is the first episode of Dalit's new video video podcast series, which will discuss important topics related to investment and personal finance every week. For today, we will be beginning with emergency funds. So, Varun, could you please tell me what exactly is meant by emergency funds?
1: Yeah, sure, Akshita. I think... uh what really has happened over the last couple of years, right? I think specifically, uh, let's say something like a COVID, uh, which came to us in 2020, uh, pretty much unannounced. So emergencies are pretty much anything uh, that do not really come with a warning tag, right? So it could be something uh, as drastic as uh, a reduction in your income, which takes a substantial toll on your uh, earnings or it could even be something as uh, meager or unplanned as a major expense that results in a cash outflow. So at one end, we do have health emergencies that could happen to you or your family members, or it could also be something like a big expense which is coming up, which you didn't really forecast. So it's really important that we are well prepared for these emergencies as and when they come in, And we have the means to tackle it head on. And I think that is really at the heart of, I would say, good money management at the end of the day, right? The reason why we earn money, the reason why we go to work is that because we could have not only a comfortable life for ourselves, but also a comfortable life uh, for our dependents or our family members. So that is really what an emergency fund tends to take care of. So that when things go south in the future, you have a pool of cash to tap into to be able to get over that situation. So that is how you should be thinking about an emergency fund and what exactly uh, a fund like that uh, fits into your overall portfolio.
0: Right. It definitely sounds really important to have an emergency fund. But how exactly do we decide how much money we need to set aside for an emergency fund?
1: Sure. So again, I think this is something which differs from people to people and what their life situation and family situation is. But let's say, as a good starting point, as a good rule of thumb, something which is widely practiced all across the world is that you need to have at least six months of your monthly expenses set aside as an emergency fund, right? Now, you may ask me, How do you exactly go about thinking what those monthly expenses are? And it's important to note here that only the necessary expenses uh, are taken into account when you are calculating what your monthly expense actually looks like. So let me give you an example. Let's say you are earning a monthly salary of 50,000 rupees, right? So typically we have seen that about 50% of that goes into your necessary expenses. So that could either be your rent, your EMIs, uh, your grocery bills, your utilities, your staff salaries, so on and so forth. So out of 50,000 rupees, at least 25,000 rupees typically is going towards all of these expenses that you cannot really shut off at any given point in time, right? So as a good practice, you need to have at least six months of this monthly expense so 25000 times 6 which means 150000 rupees or so 1 lakh rupees should be set aside as an emergency fund and now that is assuming you have a stable income assuming things go and become all right after a period of 6 months right but there could also be a, a situation where you have multiple dependents your family depends on your income your your children, your vibe depends on your income. At that point in time, you could also consider increasing this six months to nine to 12 months. So about two to 2.5 lakh rupees uh, of your expenses should be set aside uh, as an emergency fund. What is also important to note here and for all of our listeners to understand is that do not take into account any of the luxuries of life right and it may sound a bit minuscule at this point in time but let's say eating out or ordering a zomato or a swiggy or even that phone purchase that you really want to take that doesn't really come into i would say your necessary monthly expenses so always think of your expenses and bucket it into different uh, i would say categories in terms of what is a necessity what is a luxury and then what is the saving aspect and only out of the necessary expenses do you keep aside the money as an emergency fund
0: right uh, so mostly people don't have these funds that need to be kept aside for the emergency fund readily available and this needs to be built gradually so how do you suggest that we build these funds and how much we should set aside every month
1: uh so actually, as i told right i mean if you're having trouble setting aside this money towards your emergency fund, what you could also consider is maybe you could start doing an SIP into a special category of mutual funds, which are called liquid mutual funds. And this is something that I'm going to touch upon a little later as to where your emergency fund should actually be invested in. But systematically investing a certain amount of your income every month into an emergency fund is also a really good way of building that out so that you do not really have that pressure on day one itself uh, to build that fund. I think we have also seen situations uh, where uh, people do have a lot of trouble thinking about how will they be able to get there. Uh, so this is a really good way. You do not really have to think about you know starting Uh, everything or having everything sorted right on day one, I think slowly and gradually do an SIP into these mutual funds uh, that will, over a period of time, uh, let you accumulate uh, that emergency fund.
0: Right. Now, obviously, we can't keep these funds in cash or like in our uh, savings account. So how should we diversify these funds and where should we invest them?
1: So again, typically what we have seen like, yes, definitely, I think keeping aside this fund, Uh, into cash or into your savings account for sure, you could do it. But I think more or from a psychological point of view that when people see something which is readily available, they have a tendency to spend it. So if you see that you have a certain amount of money set aside even for that matter as an emergency fund and just lying uh, around as cash in your savings account, you will inadvertently at some point in time tend to withdraw it. I think that's just human psychology. I think that's just how when people see it, they tend to actually spend it. So I think a good way of it is uh, to keep it aside, to completely forget about it, that this is something that you have, but at the same time, be able to withdraw it as and when you want it. So there is a special category of mutual funds that I was talking about called as liquid mutual funds. So these are mutual funds which basically invest in highly liquid securities like AAA or AA, government bonds, corporate bonds, and which holds value over a period of time, number one. I think that's really important that the emergency fund itself should be able to preserve your capital. And by preserving your capital, I mean that, let's say if you have put aside 100 rupees as an emergency fund, When you would like to withdraw that, you should ideally have that much money at least at the minimum available. You cannot really think about investing in instruments or products or funds, which fluctuates a lot over a period of time, right? So these are basically special category of mutual funds, uh, which are readily available. It preserves your capital and you can almost instantaneously redeem from them and get your money in the bank account in the next 24 hours. If your amount is less than 50,000 rupees, in the next 13 minutes, you could have that amount. So this is something that you should definitely consider as a way of parking your money in an emergency fund, in a liquid mutual fund. But please also note that do not chase returns, do not chase high yielding products when thinking about where you should be deploying this uh, capital, this fund of yours. At the end of the day, this is not really about getting the highest returns or getting the most uh, bang for your buck. Uh, You should be able to have this money whenever you want it and ideally keep it aside in instruments like these, which are readily accessible, highly, highly liquid uh, so that you can withdraw it uh, immediately.
0: All right, understood. Since you just uh, touched upon the point of redemption of these funds, could you please uh, tell in a little detail about how exactly do we go about redeeming these funds?
1: So typically, Akshita, in mutual funds today in in India, right? So whether that's a liquid mutual fund or even for that matter, you're investing in something outside of this, typically you can have your money come into your bank account in t plus one to t plus two days right but what the regulator what the government has really done is to basically encourage savings into these special category of funds and make it a good replacement for your savings account for your cash needs they have made the redemption process even faster so so today you do not really have to go to a mutual fund office or visit a bank branch or fill out multiple forms and paperwork or go through someone to be able to get your money, right? Ultimately, this is your money. And if you're not able to get it when you want it, it entirely defeats the purpose of having an emergency fund at the first place. So these kind of funds basically allow you to withdraw your money instantaneously at the click of a button. So you have today, most of the investors in India invest in mutual funds online digitally. uh, And at the click of a button, uh, you can have your entire mutual fund, uh, liquid mutual funds holding redeemed and get that entire money into your bank account in the next uh, 24 hours uh, at best. So do not really think about this as a process, which is cumbersome, which is lengthy, where you have to go through multiple people, uh, cross multiple hoops, that is really not the case. The whole point of these funds is to encourage savings, move it from traditional instruments like a savings account, or even for that matter, a fixed deposit, where you typically would have to break it and get a penalty, uh, so on and so forth. The liquid mutual funds do not really have any of those restrictions when it comes to accessing that money, paying any sort of a penalty or a lock-in period. Um, So you can redeem it whenever you want it um, in a situation where the emergency uh, does come.
0: Most definitely having everything online uh, has made it so much more convenient. so my last question to you is, once these emoji, emergency funds have been redeemed and used in case of any emergency, how does one go about rebuilding that fund?
1: So again, it is important that we do not use this emergency fund for anything apart from an actual emergency. I think it may look tempting that you have set aside a certain amount of money uh, and you may want to you know, buy that shiny new phone that has come out in the market, or go into the, uh, take a vacation, which everyone is taking on Instagram. But I think it's always good that you basically curtail those uh, temptations of yours. And in a situation where you need to actually go about redeeming that emergency fund, as soon as you have come below a certain threshold, do make it a point to replenish it as soon as possible. So let's say out of a 1,50,000 rupees emergency fund that you have, if you have uh, uh, withdrawn 25, 30,000 rupees, make sure that over the next couple of months, you are able to put that money either through a lump sum investment or an SIP into it. and at least be able to reach that amount before you actually start spending and investing on anything else. So it's always good that you keep that amount uh, aside as a minimum, and the moment you come below that, try to replenish it to that level, uh, and then you could basically think about uh, uh, anything else. I think more than anything, this will give you the peace of mind, this will give you that comfort that you have something to fall upon uh, rather than worrying about Uh, what will happen in a situation if an emergency uh, situation does arise in the future, whether that's uh, from a health perspective or anything else. Uh, The kind of piece, uh, I think, at the end of the day, the belt uh, the emergency fund will give you, uh, we feel is uh, second to none. Uh, So uh, always, uh, I would say, keep this at a priority level uh, before anything else.
0: Got it. So uh, the most important thing is not to give in to your temptations to buy those luxurious things. Well, uh, thank you so much, Varun. I hope our viewers will find this informative and insightful. Uh, I will see you next week again.